Welcome back to the Push Podcast, where we are persistent until success happens. I am Perry, and with me as always, we got the amazing Corey. What's up, what's up? How you doing, good sir? I'm doing pretty good. What's going on? Not much, man. Same old deal. We got a uh, very interesting week, you know. Got some things we can ready to talk about, but you know what I mean? Heck how about yeah. yourself? What's going on? How are you? Shoot, man. I feel like I ain't talked to you in a minute. I know, it feels man. Like it's, it's been, been a while. We've been moving and shaking, but... Almost since like the last podcast. Really. I know, right? It's, it's wild, but what's good is uh, we got some... We got some... Uh, some events coming up together. Oh uh, yeah, and yeah. very um, yo, I you don't understand how much I'm looking forward to that because it's been a little while since we've really been able to dive into something together and really work on it. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to that, man. That's, yeah, so that's, that's I mean that's yeah, I'm kind of excited for that too. I got like all the 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 blueprints <laughs> for that, the blueprint, blueprints, right? Yeah, man. Uh, on what we're gonna do. So I can't wait to get back, uh, together with you to kind of like talk about that. Definitely. Um, shoot, the week's been kind of crazy, but um, you know. We're bringing to you guys another guest. Well, yeah. there's three guests in a row. Um, this season two is popping. Yes, it's guests. going crazy. Uh, you know, and shout out to JP uh, mm-hmm. for bringing a fire podcast. I yes, hope you sir. guys enjoyed yes, that one. Um, but this guest right here um, is, is a little bit of sentimental because uh, he's been around since day one of uh, Live Life Studios, man, mm-hmm. which is crazy uh, to see how far we've come and what going on three years now. Um, so this man, he's uh, he, he's came from Africa, and he's uh, conquering the goals of life uh, with all the the endeavors he's had to endure to get to where he is today. Yes, sir. Um, and he's definitely got a creative mind. Um, and I want to say, like uh, this dude, you can't you can't tell him an idea and not see it through. That's for sure. Uh, he's gonna you know add fuel to the flame to get you going. Uh, so this is a. My homie Augustine, what's going on, hey. good sir? <laughs> Paris, nice to be here. Nice to uh, <laughs> finally get to do this. How nice you feeling, man? I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, the day started with some snow, but for now the sun is shining. And you know me, being from Africa, whenever I see the sun, I get happy because yeah. I like the heat. I like the yellow glow in the sun, in the sky, and I'm happy to see them eventually coming up and shining. That's what's up, yeah, man. Yeah. So tell everyone about yourself. Tell tell the people. Introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who oh, you are. Okay. <clears throat> oh man, where do I even start? <laughs> <laughs> start with your name, then yeah, I mean, grow from there. Okay. Um, my name is Augustine Parquisi Jima Ose. Mm-hmm. Now I um, I have to say the whole name because you know Africans we have we have a whole lot going on with naming. Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah, we're just gonna stick with Augustine. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, uh, we're, we're gonna. I'll let you finish the introduction yeah. and then I'll talk about. I guess well, I'll ask you some things. Go ahead. Okay, well I guess the, with the name and the Augustine is my Christian name. Mm-hmm. Then the Parquisi is the name that the um, the name you're giving to based on the day you were born. Mm-hmm. I was born on Sunday, so if you're born on Sunday and you're a guy, you're a boy, you're called Quisi or Parquisi. And then my uh, the Jima is my great grandmom's name. So besides from the day you were born and what you get, you also get named after either a, an uncle or a, a auntie or a grandma or a granddad. And my grandma was called Jima, so that was one mm-hmm. of my names. And the last name is the surname is the Ose. So I guess then Pa Kwesi Jima Ose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That so what name is, does Ose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what okay. does Ose stand for? Is it? Um, the the Ose is an Ashanti name, and it's mm, the name it's that tribal, my right? uh, yeah it's a tribal thing. Okay, yeah, it's a tribal thing. It's an Ashanti name. It's a name that my dad uh, is the name of my dad. So you know, as as marriage goes, when you when you marry a woman in Africa, the woman mm-hmm. gets your name, and the kids get your name too. 
So that's a, that's where the name Ose comes from. Okay. That's funny. Like I have some friends um, that are Nigerian uh, that I work oh, okay. with and that kind of thing. And uh, they all have their name that ends in like the Chuku. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like, I guess that's a tribal thing too. It's like they all it's like everyone has like the the same ending, like 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 uh Tobe and Wingwe Chuku, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? It's like yeah, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce I'm, you know what I mean. I don't, <laughs> so I don't no, 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 it's, it's Tobe Chuku and Wingwe, right? The Nwigwe, Chuku. Yeah, Nwigwe for yeah, sure. I know Nwigwe. that part. I don't so want to butcher the Chuku. name. Oh, okay. The Chuku well, is yeah, like, you, I don't know. You, know you find you find a lot of that in Africa because um every every tribe in in Ghana alone, okay, which is where I'm from. I'm from Ghana, West Africa. Mm-hmm. And in Ghana alone, you have like 10 plus tribes. Okay. So every tribe, they have a predominant um, names that go with it. Oh, okay. So the Osei is one of the predominant names of the Ashanti tribe. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So moving so, forward. You got that? Let's a little yeah, bit I more know, about right? yourself. Continue. Five, five, <laughs> names on, five minutes on the name. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I was born and raised in Ghana. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after a while, um, I moved here because um, my uh, the girl that I was dating, who also is a Ghanaian, but then she moved here when she was like kind of young. Mm-hmm. She came back home, and then we kind of rekindled our relationship, got married, and then she came here and filed for me, and then I came here on American green card. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I am one of those dreamers who come here. <laughs> <laughs> To reunite with the family or with the spouse and then try mm-hmm. and start a new life here. Mm-hmm. So I've been here four years now, okay. going on five. And even back home, I was always entrepreneurial. I, I, I started like five or six companies from um, magazine publishing to mm. comic books to um, that I was in the food business for a while. I was selling honey, pure, pure raw honey. And so I came here, I'm like, okay, um, all that I have done in Ghana, all the, uh, the experience that I, that I got from starting all this in Ghana, mm-hmm. I want to be able to continue here in America. Because you know, for, for what it's worth, America is the land of dreams or land mm-hmm. of opportunity as yeah. they keep advertising to us in Africa. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it definitely is, though. It definitely is. It, it, it is in a way, but yeah. for it, 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 it's, it's part of the dream. It's part of the American um, opportunity. Mm-hmm. But the whole opportunity, which you don't hear when you're in Africa, is there's a lot of work to be done here when you, when you yeah. get to America. Mm-hmm. It ain't easy. It, it's not easy at no, all. Sir. No, sir. <laughs> if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? No, mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. And yeah, so we, I came here four years ago, and I know how to get me a job. I was working in a warehouse at Kroger. And it was the hardest job I have ever done in my entire life. I it was so brutal. I did not expect um, you guys working this hard in America. Yeah. <laughs> and so being in a warehouse picking and packing tomatoes to um, onions and meat, um, I I still held on to you know being able to do something. Mm-hmm. So even though I was struggling and losing weight and working hours after hours, I was still trying to. Um, plan something that I can work on and be able to uh, pursue here. Mm-hmm. And um, being from Africa, I've always wanted to find a way to bring the love and the, I don't know, the kind of feeling I have in Africa over with me here. And I, I realized I could do that in fashion, in t-shirts or in clothing. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, I started something which eventually became Calafro. And then I went back home after seven months here in America. I went to Ghana and I got me some African products. Then I came here with them, 
open a website and um, take took pictures of the of the items, put them online, thinking it would just begin to fly out like that. And uh, I launched the company, and after like a month or so, nothing. Nobody was buying. I'm like, what's going on? I thought this was America. Once I get the products and I take a picture and I put it online, right? People will buy them. Right, right. <laughs> but, but it was far from the truth. So at the end of the day, um, I had to uh, sell them for cheap so I can at least get some money. And it was mm-hmm. it was it was something I, I was like, I should stop. I mean, you know, you, you're thinking maybe I should not really be doing. Maybe I should just focus on getting me a job and doing this regular nine to five and um, mm-hmm. build up on my four hundred one k or whatever. Right. These um, these times, Americans they push down your throat. Yeah. <laughs> but being the way I am, um, one failure from another, it does not really stop me. It can pause me. I mean, I can pause for a month or two. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'll go like, no, I got to try this again. Right, right. So I uh, went back to the <clears> computer, watched some videos on YouTube, um, tried to get some knowledge. And then I, I relaunched the brand again, this time adding T-shirts and just putting colorful um, African map with the word origin on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when it began to take off. So the first... Um, I think I had came into play when around the time you had all the designs, right? Yeah, yeah. That's when uh, yeah. I met you through yeah. a friend I used to work with in another warehouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which was crazy. You know what I mean? Like, because uh, I remember um, when we first met and it was like time to like actually do a shoot. This dude like dumped like a whole box of clothes on me. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like here, like, you know what I mean? So I, you, I, <clears throat> which was crazy because, you know, I had just started Live Life Studios um, and, you know, I was still like brand new to the whole, like, what are we doing? What am I like the whole mission of what I wanted to do with it? Mm-hmm. Um, and where, you know, I eventually wanted Live Life Studios to, to go and be, um, and, you know, Augustine is very in the beginning, which was crazy. And then he just like dumps a whole bunch of clothes and it's like, wow, <laughs> for my first client, this is kind of, this is a lot. What am I supposed to do with this? So, right, you know, yeah. we eventually ended up, you know, figuring something out um, with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when uh, you kind of like cut back on the designs, which, I mean, he had like some, I'm telling you, when you've seen the designs, you're just mm-hmm. like, where do you come up with this? So he has a very, very creative mind. And. Um, he made them all from scratch too. You That's know what I mean? Sad, like yeah. with little different inspirations, uh, from you know this and that, from different things that he reads, and mm-hmm. um, just to see that you know he thought of something, created it, put it on a T-shirt. You know, but mm-hmm. obviously backing it back down to what is really selling and everything. And you know, he's being very humble and generous right now. <laughs> but I, I literally remember meeting this guy in what was it, the Tri County. Uh, Starbucks, Starbucks yeah. yeah, and now he has a storefront. <clears throat> so That's like he's up, actually man. doing a lot That's of things uh, to you know grow his dream, all the way coming from Africa, which is crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah it's uh, and like I I keep saying um when I when I met you Perry mm-hmm. um the first day at the Starbucks cafe I could I mean yeah you were also beginning um, live life studios and I was also still struggling but I was I was. Um, at that point, I had made up my mind to make it work, right. no, ma- no matter what it takes. So I was working, and every time I, I, I made my paycheck, I would invest them in what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't looking for um, profit at that point. I was, I was just trying to build a brand and get it out there. Right. So when I met Perry, and then we spoke, and then I told him what I, what I wanted to do. And I, I guess sometimes when people 
see the fire in your eyes or when they when they feel your ambition mm-hmm. they 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 kind of put aside if they, if they have a rule book if they have some kind of protocol they kind of put that aside and go like you know what i want to help you definitely to build what you're definitely. doing definitely so he he was like you know what bring the clothes out I, and then he made his girlfriend wear the clothes so he could take a picture of her yeah and then yeah. <laughs> i could promote that i'm like wow i was yeah i was so inspired and humbled by you know how far he was he went to help me and for like almost a year or if not more than a year he was always there and taking pictures for free <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i was like, like perry i got some clothes and um, I, I, I was wondering if you have time we could take some pictures we're like yeah yeah we can make um, this day or that day work and then we would meet go downtown or something take a picture or a video and he would come back edit the whole thing and give it to me here you go and just use it for whatever you know, keep promoting your brand with these pictures or this content and mm. i'll go like man all that for free <laughs> <laughs> and also for a whole year i i, I will never forget and I, I, I i'll keep saying that so here on your podcast pushing i want to say <laughs> thank you barry uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no problem man no problem man like uh it's definitely you know one of the things that you know it will humble you is when you see people grow like right before definitely. your eyes it's almost like uh, you know, you, Corey, with your child, just being able to watch her grow, you know? Definitely, definitely, man. Watching her develop and, you know, from not speaking much to putting whole sentences together and doing everything. Definitely, man. I can definitely feel you on that. Yeah, and then just uh, walking past me like, mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> she will not say hi. She will not no, shake my hand. She, that, walk, she knows Perry well now and doesn't <laughs> oh. speak to him. And she just walks by him like, hi. <laughs> She wouldn't even do that. She just gives you the the head nod. She's giving the head nod or the wave. A little head nod or like, you know, the (laughs) eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, bro. Mm -hmm. Um, So before we get too far, uh, we do have a lesson of the week. Um, So with the lesson of the week, we kind of want to reflect on uh, our past week, look at the things that we've encountered, um, and then grow from there um, and just kind of share what we've learned. Um, So, Augustine, I'm going to put you on the hot spot. What's your lesson of the week? Okay. I think I would say um, explore to know what other entrepreneurs around the world are doing and how they are overcoming their challenges. Mm-hmm. That's because um, I, I've i gotten into podcasts over the past couple of years mm-hmm. and I've been listening to other people in America, in India, in Africa, in other parts of the world, how they are starting companies and how they are failing, but you know how they keep being resilient. And mm-hmm. even though it's a different environment, different um, different challenges, sometimes when I, when I hear about how somebody never gave up after so many years of trying, mm-hmm. it kind of inspires me because I'm like, you know what? Look at me. I got this available. I got this um, at my disposal. I have free internet. Or I have unlimited mm-hmm. internet. Mm-hmm. I have, um, you know, comparatively, that person was in a in a worse situation right. than than I am. But yet he he was able to, you know, weather all the uh, the negative. Um, um, mm-hmm. things in the environment and he never gave up so I've, I've been learning a lot from from that like listen to other people and what they're doing in other countries and how they're overcoming it and that's my lesson of the week Just that's cool man expand, expand your, your knowledge on what people are doing beyond America that's cool, that, man. Because yeah, you know definitely. what? It's like thinking about that, that helps you to appreciate what you have. Exactly. You know? And a lot, I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of people, but especially Americans, <laughs> mm-hmm. do that. Americans don't appreciate what they have. I think I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the podcast at all, but I remember talking to my brother about the fact that there are parts of the world where 
people don't have clean water, right? Mm-hmm. Or people don't have water to drink regularly, right? There are parts of the world, but you, you can go in the bathroom and if you flush a clean bowl of water regularly and think nothing <laughs> of it. You know what I mean? It no, just goes no, straight definitely. on the toilet. It's nothing. You think nothing of it. I don't but know about it being clean though. It's I mean it's it's, <laughs> it's clear it's clean it's clear water, but the but the difference is that water looks better than the water that a lot of people in this on this planet are drinking regularly. Uh, yeah. And you also I mean? like what I took from what Augustine said is uh just looking at the fact, you know, <clears throat> that you know your ideas, you know, can sometimes seemingly be so small compared to the world like not really realizing because we get caught up in, you know, what we got going on or what you're trying to do, um, where you're trying to move forward. But when you can take a step back and look at the bigger picture, so you're looking at other entrepreneurs from different parts of the world, you're right. looking at um, the different struggles that they may be encountering. You might see like, oh, you know, this person may be encountering something similar, but they're in a different part of the world or they mm-hmm. might be able to share information that you needed to grow forward right so like being able to take a step back and just receive the information like almost like people watching you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh you you sit back and you just look at the bigger picture as Mm -hmm. like to what you're doing and also to see that you know there's more impact there's more room to grow in this world and not just what you got going on right in front of you you know definitely man all right you go ahead what's your lesson Uh, of the week good sir so my lesson of the week uh has to deal with you know relationships um and specifically the fact that, you know, nobody is responsible for your happiness but you, mm-hmm. um, you know, significant other. Like, they, 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 your significant other can only add on to it. Um, I had to, like, really sit back and think about that um, because I think <clears throat> with relationships, sometimes you can kind of feel like somebody owes you something. Like, they owe you uh, their their time. They owe you, but in reality, you have to be, you know, happy with who you are, what you, you know, what you're trying to grow towards mm. um, and the people, you know, that come into your life, you know, significant other, best friend, uh, you know, an associate, they're only able to add on to that. So like mm-hmm. they should never be in control of your happiness in any situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to be responsible for that. Uh, so that's kind of like my lesson of the week is paying attention to the relationships and how they affect you. Definitely, man. I like that. And you know, what's funny about that is, I agree with that, man. I agree with that 100% because, like you said, you can't rely on someone because what happens if they're not there at the moment? Am I going to sit there and mope and be mad and, yeah. and, cr- and like just be sad and, and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or am I going to get myself together, get myself up and live my life? You yeah. know? So I, mean, I feel yeah. you on that. Yeah. yeah. You got to, they, they are, it's like a little seasoning to it. They help, they help to the they happiness. Help, they help, you know they add mean? to the happiness. Add they don't, they, they don't make you know. it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. I like yeah. that. What about right. you, old Corey? Well, good sir. Mine. This man been looking at Mine. his phone, you know what I mean, for a little while. Because this, this, this one, this one. oh boy. Sound like been, you spit some bars. So here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about, just like just like you said about the um, the people that, the entrepreneurs you've been listening to on the podcast have been, they would fail and they will find a new way. They'll find another way, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to mm-hmm. make their thing happen, whatever it is, right? So <clears throat> I heard this thing that about desires, right? So your our desires, it's 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 natural for humans to have desires, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to for anything, to achieve anything or attain something. But so desires are contracts we make with ourselves to be unhappy until we get what we want, right? Mm-hmm. So we, if we, if you're feeling unhappy or you feel sad about something, 
then <clears throat> there's some un underlying desire that you have that has to be fulfilled. It's not it's not something necessarily external. It's all within yourself, right? So I've learned <laughs> with myself that there are still I have I've been thinking about that myself. So I now have uh, understood what I need to do to mm. achieve happiness. You know, mm. so it's like I've been um, kind of looking external, looking outside, and thinking that um, other things or other people or anything other things would would bring me happiness rather than realizing that i have my own uh goals and desires that i want to achieve and mm -hmm. things that i want to accomplish and where i want to get you know what i mean and in, in turn doing that will make me happier and the people around me you feel me oh okay yeah so to just kind of so basically like not attaching yourself to um, which is, a, I think, a big thing is, uh, you know, a lot of people attach yourself to things. Definitely. Um, and not allowing yourself to be attached to buying stuff or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a dresser, uh, you know, uh, an Xbox, um, a cell phone. Right. Um, you know, camera equipment. <laughs> Damn, that's a, that's a huge one, right? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like not thinking that you have to have it all in order to um, feel happy, to mm -hmm. get that excitement, that, that joy. Mm -hmm. um, not feeling that you need those things in order to be happy and no, I, I agree with that yeah, um, man. and often for me you know when i feel like uh you know i'm kind of upset which is crazy i actually like throw away stuff yeah 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 <laughs> i do like if Just i get rid of something no that's serious like yeah. if i get like to a point where i'm not like you know that happy um i kind of like look around the room and start throwing stuff away yeah. um, because i feel that sometimes um my happiness is affected by how crowded my room can be right well, next time you want to throw stuff away, let me know. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and the thing too, like with that, with throwing stuff away, um, it's like with me, I know when I get feel unhappy, I start looking to create. <laughs> like, yeah. so I, I start, I start diving into something else where I can, I can develop, I can learn new, uh, new ideas of uh, new ways of shooting products, <laughs> new shooting products. I've been looking at the like, projects. Like I created a, I made a, a, a lamp, a steampunk lamp. By the um, way, this lamp is, uh, is fire. <laughs> well, thank you. Why? Well, thank you. Um, like, like uh, just I'm like, I need you to make me one, sir. <laughs> hey, I, if you, like, you buy the parts. No, I got you, no, sir. I need it for free. <laughs> I know. It'll be free. I'll put it together for free for you. You just got to buy the parts. No, no. Just give it as <laughs> no. a donation. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, what's, what's crazy about it is like with that buying all the parts for it ended up being like it was like 65 70 bucks to get everything i needed for it that's an expensive you know I mean? lamp it yeah. is but <laughs> but but it was it's it's like no other lamp no that's true it's one, that, it's one of a kind you know I mean? that is actually not like that's I feel literally about, this lamp yeah. <laughs> i mean if you've seen it it is very creative yeah. um and the off and on switch, you can charge your phone with it. Yeah, That's yeah, man. Cool. And the thing is, it's not done yet because right next to it, I'm going to build a, a steampunk, like out of the pipes, I'm going to have a whiskey dispenser where you can oh, sit oh, a bottle up, oh, yeah, <laughs> sit, right. sit whiskey on it upside down and turn a knob and pours out whiskey into I'm gonna a cup. I'm going to need your address. Man. Yeah, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's a lot happening. I'm, I'm working on things. I'm working on things. But Yeah, no, yeah definitely. You know, and, and I think that's a, a, a thing that we should also often think about too, though, is just like what around you is, you know, affecting your happiness, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, this is kind of like going back to like what is in your room, you know, the yeah. podcast of what's in your room. Um, <clears throat> you don't, and that, that's the reason why I throw things away because sometimes I feel like uh, when, you're, when your room is crowded, 
you know what I mean? It can affect your level of happiness because, you know, you're looking at all this stuff that's just stuff. It's just there. It's there. Um, it has no purpose or it's just been, you know, it's not organized and it, it can affect, uh, you know, your level of thinking. Um, and so even like when, you know, fiance isn't, you know, happy, you know, Tiana, she's not happy. Sometimes I'll just make sure like the house is extra clean when she gets to the house. Mm-hmm. So that way that's like one less thing she has to think about. Right, right. Yeah, um, and, you know, it actually typically works when the, when the house is clean. She can come home, you know, and, yeah. you know, just be a little bit happier, you know. Right, right. She has no other worries. Yeah, man. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> kind of wanted to talk about uh, this quote that I heard from uh, Jeff Bezos. So sound, shout out to him. Um, and it was basically saying, he basically was saying, uh, we all have passions. Uh, we don't get to choose our passions, uh, but it's up to us to basically be open to them, to accept them. Um, and I, I felt like this quote was pretty close to, you know, Augustine, um, in his creative mindset, uh, because, you know, you have been into many different fields. You talked about how you've sold honey. Um, you actually, you know, nobody really knows, but my man, Augustine has a poetry book, uh, which is amazing. Um, and he's a, he's a really good poet. Um, you also do graphic design, you know, you've designed magazines and stuff. So. Um, as far as passions go, like, what do you think, you know, you've learned across the different, uh, genres of business you've been in? Um, well, I, I think like when I try and look back to when I was very young and, you know, like, um, you're growing and you're beginning to realize what you like, what draws you, what inspires you, what, what you're passionate about. I've, 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 I've always been moved by, um, I look creating value for something because when I when I was in Africa which is um, Ghana I realized like all the stuff that we have they they're very good on its own like the honey and uh, we we have people who have skills like they they could be um, good artists or something they could make comic books mm-hmm. and then but then um, I, I realized we we need there's a certain space we need somebody or a, a company who can be able to bring out the value that is um, in this country, whether mm-hmm. it be in, in, the, in the raw organic food or whether it be um, in the skills or the talents of other people. So the very first thing or the very first company I formed, it was called Art Ghana, A-R-T Ghana. And, and the whole purpose of the NGO was um, I wanted to be able to promote other people's talents. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I wanted to be able to promote people, um, those who wanted to be writers, who wanted to be fashion designers, or who wanted to be painters. And and so I, I put upon me this burden of going to find find people. You want to be a writer? You want to be a, a painter? Okay, fine. Why don't you focus on your, on your talent? And then I will focus on how to market or how to promote you mm-hmm. to the world. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, this is the job that I want to do. Even though I wanted to be a writer way back at the beginning, I my dream was to be a novelist living somewhere in the remote part of Africa, like in a little cabin or yeah. something. Just, <laughs> get just, away from the world. Yeah, just bring out books about books about detectives or about um, and I also like fan- fantasy stuff like spirits and gods and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to have that kind of freedom to be able to do that. But then I realized, you know, it's hard to um, find a right company who will go, okay, why don't you go out there and write your book and then when you're done and you bring your book, we would have the links and network to promote you. And then you don't have to worry about how do right. I get this book out there. So I'm mm-hmm. like, if I can't find such a thing, I would create one. 
So I made mm. art gala and I was um I was trying to do we did we did events and then we, we did a, we had a website and that's when I began to learn how to how to do graphic designing because I wanted to find a catchy way of um um appealing to the masses. So even if you have your book, I will find a way of um this book is out now. This is the writer, your yeah. picture will be here and your book will be there. And just catch your phone, and I'll be like, yeah, you're going on tour. Yeah. You'll be here, you'll be here. So, like, I'll work at all this marketing and all these. Um, all how did you learn stuff. the graphic design? How did you learn how to do it? Um, <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend who actually went to designing school, mm-hmm. and uh, he went to um, web designing and graphic school. Mm-hmm. And then he was, he was a friend of mine. So, when he, when he graduated, and he had a job, and he was not happy with the job. And I'm like, you know what? Why don't you quit your job and then, you know, you know, run your own company, and I'll help you. Mm. And uh, he he was like, okay, fine. So he quit his job, and then him and I became partners. And then he was like, okay, fine. I, he would do the web, and I could do the graphic. But I'm like, I don't know how to do graphic design. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll show you. So he showed me the few basic steps. And then when he showed me that, that was the only thing. That That's all you I, needed. You took <laughs> off from there, right? Bro, yep, that was the only thing. And I, I would just be using, <laughs> and, 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 and and I always don't try and do things which is too too complicated, whereby I have to go and get some degree in graphic design before I can do right. it. I just want something simple but catchy. Yeah. And then eventually that has been my particular like, special. If you looked at all the logos uh, and, and the colorful lineup, that's all him, man. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Like with that, man, with you just explaining that, it's a shot back at the autodidact. Mm-hmm. He had a need. He had a purpose. He he had something he needed, so he created it himself. Mm-hmm. He found a way to make it himself. That's the autodidact. Yeah, See what I mean? Definitely. He was Throwing like back ready at an episode yeah. or two ago. He was ready to you know do whatever it takes yeah, to man. get to where he wanted to he go. Find his own way to make it happen. To do it. Yeah. I love that, man. I love yeah. that. So I think <clears> back back to your question. Starting with Art Ghana, and then uh, of course that failed. Uh, I was in debt. I was depressed because I borrowed money from my parents. I dropped out of university to pursue this art gunner NGO full time mm-hmm. and we did one huge event which I used all the money that they gave me and then we didn't get scholarship and after the event I was broke out of money and my parents were like you shouldn't have quit university you should have gone to school and you know, all this stuff but um, it, it, it didn't stop there after a while I came back um, from another company with some couple of friends called Broadcast that, that was the magazine we were like okay we will go out there and promote the talents of um, teenagers mm-hmm. so that, you know, they, they will be able to grow up being confident that if they pursue this this um, talent or this um, passion of theirs, they would have a job that they can do when they when they get out of school. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah, we went on to the uh, magazine. That didn't work out. And then I began a comic business because I like comics. I couldn't find something again. I'm like, you know what? I will email American companies and go like, I need comics here. How can I get them? Mm-hmm. And I eventually find a, co- a company who was willing to work with me and give me comics, old comics, at a cheaper price. Okay. So I bought them, had them shipped to Ghana, and that too because you know, Ghana, Ghanaian currency and American dollar, it was expensive in Ghana, so after a while it didn't work out. So I have always, if I should sum up uh, my passion, it is just trying to put value on things, just trying to make um, either, if it's a country or people, trying to market them. Which, mm-hmm. in, in a way, colorful is about doing that for Ghana or Africa. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like through everything you've been through, you've kind of, like, figured out um, 
in a way, you know what I mean? Like with learning how to market, right? You learn how to market, you learn how to do graphic design. Um, and then you've also got the passion behind, you know, bringing the Ghana culture to America in an urban fashion way that, you know, that kind of like birthed the pathway for Color Frill. Right. Um, and then it just kind of like started growing from there um, and allowed yourself to be patient enough to, you know, meet the people needed to help push it a little, even a little bit further, um, which is crazy. You know, we, we've also kind of like talked about that, like, you know, if you're riding past somebody and they're just sitting in their car, you're, you're just going to drive past. Right. But when you see somebody pushing their own car, you know, you're more than likely to help them push that. Um, and so, you know, just, it's, a, it's about, you know, not even giving up, man. This dude is like literally started more businesses than I, I have. Yeah. Um, and you know, oh, you have no but like idea. what you've seen though, is like the <laughs> consistency of like, you know what? I failed, but I want to try something else. Mm-hmm. I have another idea. I failed again, but with each, each failure, he's taken away something from it and mm-hmm. allowed it to help him grow forward in the next idea. Definitely, definitely. If, if, if I may add something, mm-hmm. uh, cause like every time when I when I listen to a, an interview by somebody entrepreneur who has made it, they they kind of um, over overstep the the difficult part, and they go like, "Oh yeah, I was doing this and it failed, and I went into doing that." There is a lot of heartaches and tears and depression in between one company and the other. Yeah, but um, I just because I know people are also dealing with the same thing. I'm pretty sure people people out there. You know, you you if if you have the idea, there's a certain joy and a certain organic energy that comes with it, and then for the couple of for the first few steps, you're you're running fully on some kind of inner energy and joy, and then mm-hmm. you know then you then reality hits you, then you know then you 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 hear no, then you put stuff out there, people go like, well, it's not that impressive, and then you go like, well, maybe maybe I don't have it. And mm-hmm. there, there, there is a lot of pain. There is a lot of, a lot of heartaches in there. But one thing I have learned is, there's the, the people shouldn't confuse um, pausing to quitting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> Say yeah, that one more time. <laughs> Say that one more time for the people in the back. That 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 be one thing. If if there's one thing I've learned throughout all these several journeys that I've been on is people shouldn't confuse pausing with quitting because I have um I, I have in the beginning I was confusing pausing with a quitting. I was like, okay, I'm a quitter. And if you feel like that, that's a permanent statement. Like, you know, you, mm. you, you can't find the energy again to do anything because mm. I quit. Mm. Mm-hmm. But then when you pause, fine, you went out there, you got beaten, you lost uh, a battle. Then you come back home, you know, you can cry, you can sulk, you can blame God, blame yourself. But I just know that, okay, after all this, I will get back again and I will try and figure it mm-hmm. out what went wrong and do I need people, do I need to do this thing and then get back and try again. So, yeah. and that's... All right, folks, we, we're going to end the podcast right there. Right, we're going to end the podcast right, right there. And I think that I like that's that, a solid man. statement, though, because you're right. You know, what, what gets put out there or um, what isn't said <clears> is that, you know, a lot of people forget like when you're going through your business about the up and downs, right? Yeah. Um, you know, but it's also being consistent with those ups and downs, you know, knowing that, okay, like, yes, it might be a slow moment, uh, but I got to also get back out there and, you know, 
and do it again. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Exactly. And a lot of people, you know, especially like within the, the media world, right? There's a lot of videographers. There's a lot of photographers out there. There's like a sea of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're everywhere, especially now with like video production and, you know, social media going and, you know, like that's just being like the way of the world right now. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, when you're in between gigs and it's really slow and you're like, I don't know where my next one's going to come. It's like really depressing because it's like, yo, I really mm-hmm. put out some really dope content. Like, why aren't people wanting to pay for this? Mm-hmm. Um, but to keep pushing, like you always got to remember, like, why are you doing this? Like, why did you start in the first place? Like, I, I truly enjoyed creating. And so mm-hmm. being able to fall back on the fact that I enjoy creating is what keeps me pushing. Because if I didn't have that and I only looked at it as a, a cash cow, then it, you know what I mean? Like I would, yeah. I would have, you know, quit mm-hmm. and instead of taking a pause and looking, you know, you know, referring back to the blueprint, you know, being able to take that pivot moment and say, Hey, okay, these ideas didn't work, but I have another one. So let me right. explore that idea, yeah. but also take the lessons that I learned from the failures of my last ideas. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that does come with, <clears throat> you know, emotion. And you know what you gotta, and with that, man, you have to not let other people's opinions or mm-hmm. other some things other people t- tell you um make you feel like you you're you're quitting or you should quit or less than yeah, i mean or less than definitely because mm-hmm. like there are definitely like you said people that will say like this isn't that impressive or like like you said about you know, like your products or whatever and say this isn't that impressive this this that's not in, that impressive or whatever and try to make you feel some kind of way about what you're producing but hmm. That pause you know, and verse quitting, though, that's mm. a solid one, you know. Uh, so can you kind of, like, like, give that. an example of a, a pause versus a quit? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, not to even look for, um, all the way back, just here in, in America with, the, with, the, with Colorful, like I said, when I first went to Ghana and I came back with some stuff, I took some pictures with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I, I built a website and started doing um, ads and everything, but people were not buying. And then I, I was thinking, well, maybe this idea will not work. Because what happens too is you see a lot of people doing the same thing and they're they are making it or they're mm-hmm. they're big. So mm-hmm. you, you go like, well, looks like that space is already already occupied. Like there isn't enough there isn't room for me. So maybe I should just stop or quit. Mm-hmm. But and and then I was that's when I learned that okay fine. When when it didn't work out, I I put a thing on hold went back to working and I was always checking out other people, other brands. Mm-hmm. I was following the big ones and I was trying to see, okay, what aren't they doing well that I can do well? Mm. And so within that period of the pause, which could be a week um, and like, um, just to say, don't, don't, don't ever say you can give your pause a time limit. It could be a month, so mm-hmm. a few months, it could be a year. So after a couple of months with me, I was like, okay, I think I've seen what I can do. And that I could at least make myself a little bit distinct. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was that, that so was, like that was what I within did. those pause mm-hmm. moments. It sounds like you know when you're pausing, you're still taking the time to learn though. Like you're doing research, oh, yeah. or you're still so you know you know you you may not be promoting or you may not be putting your product out there, but so in, in reality, you're still moving forward, but you're just taking a moment to learn something before you go back at it again. Mm-hmm. So that time, so that way you go back at it from what you learn from your 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 mistakes yeah and then Definitely. you're going back at it with a new idea mm-hmm. with yeah. more knowledge yeah. so that's mm-hmm. how you can kind of like decipher when you quit because you just like totally drop the whole idea you leave it where it's at you don't keep pushing it mm-hmm. um but when you're pausing 
you just may not be, you know, showcasing what you're doing, but you're in the lab, you're kind of like studying, you're, mm -hmm. you know, writing down your ideas, you're, you know, creating whatever it is. So you're, you're literally manifesting what you want for your next future idea. Yeah, Definitely. but it, 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 it's not always, it, sometimes it is hard because, you know, when, when you pause, like your friends, your family, they will be like, oh, you know, you tried to do this thing, it didn't work out, now mm -hmm. look at you back working again, or, uh, you know, I mm. told you, yeah, you think you're just going to come here and just uh, shoot straight up to be making like a million or stuff like that, and then that, that, that kind of makes, makes it hard for you to get back out there because you're like, okay, if I start again and it doesn't work mm -hmm. out, I might, uh, they, they, they will talk again. Haven't you learned your lesson and you're mm -hmm. still uh, still doing it again? Yeah, yeah. but I don't know. I, I I guess I guess if you really want to do something, there's a certain stubbornness in you Definitely. at the end of the day. Yeah, whether if I fail, whether if I lose um ten thousand dollars trying something and I get nothing at the end of the day, I end up in debt or something. I I will always Maybe next year or next two years, I will come back again. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. I will try it again. Yeah. I like that, man. Bro, that's, yeah, that's Definitely. Yeah, yeah. That, that's um, Augustine from Colorful for you guys right there. Yeah, man. That was big to me. Yeah. That's big to me, man. Yeah, so I like now that it's lot. time to, you know, write some things in the notes. You know, let's push it forward. You know, let's let's continue to grow. Um, and, you know, again, you know, there's a difference between pausing and quitting and don't, don't, don't mix the two because they're not. They're not to be mixed. Not the same thing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we appreciate you guys listening in. Um, and where where can we, uh, everybody find you at if they want to get in touch uh, with just any entrepreneur questions? Oh, um, if you uh, if you want to stop by the shop, colorful shop, we are on the Vine Street, eight four three two Vine Street, Cincinnati. Come out and check some colorful products. And usually, I'm there on the weekend, so. Saturday or Sunday, you can find me there. Or you could um, go to our Instagram or Facebook page, Colorful, and send us a DM if you want us to meet and you mm -hmm. want to talk. I mean... Uh, yeah, don't forget it, about uh, Colorful.com, and it's C-O-L-O-U-R-F-R-O, Colorful. Thank you. Thank you for spelling it. Because yeah. I know <laughs> the, word, the word color in America is different. Yeah. Um, it, our color is spelled C-O-L-O-U-R-F-R-O. So, yeah, um, on Instagram or Facebook, send us a DM or um, see you at the shop. Yeah, yeah definitely, love definitely. It, love uh, it. So that's Augustine. So, again, if you're, you know, interested in talking to him, uh, don't forget to hit up the shop, Instagram, or you can go to colorfro.com uh, to check out their uh, amazing products online. Um, you can send him an email. Uh, so he's got a variety of ways you can contact him. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, and, again, make sure uh, we got Tiana Cheesecake Wonders going down. Uh, so head over to Tiana's CheesecakeWonders.com. Make sure you check out those delicious cheesecakes. They are amazing, and she's rocking it out. Um, and then oh, I almost forgot to tell you guys, I did make it into the Cincinnati Public Library's, uh, was it blog? They were blogging about uh, Plant Swap with uh, Lucretia, who was another okay. guest from the podcast. So that's exciting. So, you know, go to uh, CincinnatiLibrary.org where you can actually see the documentary on Lucretia, who was one of our um, earlier guests for uh, a podcast that we had called Growth. Um, but yeah. yeah, so if you have any product photography or you're looking for any commercial 
our video needs, make sure you head over to livelifestudios.biz. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you on there. Um, and, you know, we appreciate you guys listening in, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you. Always push.